Hello and welcome to the podcast for Another Chance for Youth. We are the global connecting place for all things in relation to youth all across the globe. As Franklin Roosevelt says, we cannot always build a future for our youth, but we can build our youth for the future. Get connected. Someone asked me a long time ago, why another chance for youth? I want to share something with you. Child trafficking is a crime and represents the tragic end of childhood. It refers to the exploitation of girls and boys, primarily for forced labor and sexual exploitation. Children account for 27% of all human trafficking victims worldwide, and two out of every three of the children are girls. 11 facts that you should know about bullying. In the U.S., one in five students ages 12 through 18 have been bullied during the school year. Approximately 160,000 teens have skipped school because of bullying. Students who reported that they were frequently bullied scored lower in reading and mathematics. The most commonly reported type of bullying is verbal harassment, 79%, followed by social harassment, 50%, and physical bullying, 29%. Also, cyberbullying, 25%. And the list goes on and on. So the question should never be why another chance for youth. The question is, why aren't you a part of our team yet? Hello and welcome, everyone. Happy Saturday. This is Tawanda, and I'm joined today by my awesome co-host, Lissa. Lissa, how are you doing today? I am well, and you? I'm doing awesome, and I'm super grateful just to have this opportunity to discuss our topic today, which is based on a review, our review of the movie called Cuties, and I know that you watched it before, and you just watched it again, so your information is going to be fresh, and I just want to read quickly what the movie is about for anyone that may have not heard of it. And then, Lisa, as we get started, I want you to share a little bit about who you are and kind of what your experience is and what qualifies you to share with children as well as parents about this movie. Now, Cuties is a 2020 French coming-of-age drama film written and directed by some name I can't even pronounce, not going to mess with it, in her future directorial debut. The film stars uh, Sathya, Medina, Esther, and May. Also with this movie, it's about an 11-year-old Amy starts to rebel against her conservative family's traditions when she becomes fascinated with a free-spirited dance crew. Okay, so that's a little bit for those that have not heard of the movie Cuties, and it is on Netflix, and I've heard so many different things in reference to it being banned from certain places and why. So as we get started today, Lissa, if you don't mind, just tell us a little bit about who you are and any of your skills and expertise in reference to speaking to youth as well as 
to our parents? Well, <laughs> made me nervous with that. But um, for starters, I am a mother, um, a young mother at that, and then I'm a writer. I teach dance. I love dance. And I don't know, I feel like I talk to a lot of people um, day in and day out about various of things. So I'm really excited to be talking about this. Like I can't even think about what I want to say about me because I'm just, I've heard so many things, you know, and I've heard people say, oh, this is disgusting, but I don't even think people have watched the whole movie. I think they're just going off the clip. So I'm just so excited to get into that. Well, I said that because, honestly, when I was in a group, I'm in a group on Facebook um, for Netflix, and I'm always looking for good movies to watch. And when I saw someone post uh, probably like a 30-second clip, of some little girls shaking their ass, I immediately got very disgusted. And when I found out Mm -hmm. it was an actual movie, and I really was feeling some type of way, and I said, I would definitely not watch that. And I didn't even know where the movie actually was. I thought it probably had already been taken down. And yesterday I was strolling across Netflix looking for something to watch, and I saw that the movie was on there. And I said, oh, well, I've been hearing about it. I'm passionate about everything related to the youth. So let me go ahead and watch it for myself. And um, what it says here in the review, it says, this was an article written on September the 15th by Sam Selman, a reporter and cultural critic. And it says, on August 18th, Netflix accidentally fired the first shot and what may be the single dumbest battle of the culture wars. This this one over cuties. May sweet spirited French coming of age drama about Amy, eleven year old Muslim girl in Paris, looking for friendship among the competitive dancers in her school. Netflix briefly promoted the film a Sundance directing prize winner with a digital poster that made it look a bit horrible, American Reality TV says. The notorious Dance Moms, perhaps which reigned for eight seasons on Lifetime or Netflix's own Dancing Queen or Bring It, which had five seasons on Lifetime or its companion show Step It Up, which only got one season, all of them which came and went without portraying public objection. Within hours of the first trailer for Cuties, the pedophile-obsessed American right driven by A9 had a new target. And that's what they're saying with this movie. It's legitimately upsetting to see this movie so cynically hijacked. It's a very witty indie film, impeccably framed and shot, about the tug of war between Amy Senegal's Muslim heritage, which is brutally subjecting her mother and her new French friends' brazenness as they compete with older girls in dance competitions where they can borrow choreography from sexy American videos. All right, so there's so much written here in this article about it, so I want to really jump into it, Lisa, and I know I sent you some different things I wanted to ask you, but at the same time, 
I just kind of want to hear from you. You know, I know you watched the movie twice now, so talk to us from the perspective of a mom, from a dancer, from a writer, from a creative person. And I know that you also, you have daughters. Now, how old are your daughters? My daughters are 9 and 10, and they love to dance. All righty. So let's get to it. Talk to me, because I want to share my thoughts from the movie, but I definitely want to hear yours, and I want the world to hear yours as well. Talk to us. Well, first, I really don't like how um, they painted that picture of, you know, the Muslim tradition, because all around the world you have traditions, and sadly to say, you know, they do the same thing in China. They do the same thing. Um, they they just do the same thing. And <clears throat> it was disturbing to watch, do not get me wrong, because, like I said, I have kids. And that it, it was a lot to take in. But at the same time, I feel like the movie is showing us what America really allows, because they're saying, like, yes, I know it's banned in some countries, but this stuff is happening here in America. Like, our leaders like this type of stuff. But, I mean, I feel like it's just bringing awareness to the stuff that is going on. Um, I didn't like it, but I feel like it was spreading awareness. I mean, because I I read a lot, and, and I talk to a lot of people, and, you know, they sometimes they, they ask little girls to do stuff like that, and then, you know, those are the same people that's like, don't tell anyone. So the only difference is, is you know, us seeing it on TV. But this stuff is real-life stuff, and it happens every day, and it is very sickening. Let me ask you a couple of questions, and I'm going – because we know that there are several companies, several countries, where children have to grow up fast. There's a lot of countries where child marriages are actually even legal, and I'll share some of that information before we get off the call. So in some countries, a child that's 10 and 11 years old um, is pushed to be a woman very, very fast. And we know that kids are, you know, becoming more mature. Um, studies show that almost two-thirds of the countries, 117, allow children to marry, even in countries that stipulate the minimum age of 18 may have exceptions to the rules. So there seems to a lot of times just really be exceptions. So let me ask you, in this movie, right, let's take away mm-hmm. from, let's not talk about the, the passion for dancing yet. Um, this little girl that was the star of the movie, Amy, she was a Muslim girl, okay? Let's talk a little bit about her mom and her dad and him getting ready to get yeah. married to someone else. Do you remember the episode where, her mom was on the phone, then she started crying, and the little girl was under the yes. bed. Because under what the people bed, don't she realize is, herself. yes, what, what do you think is going on? Nobody's perfect, and this is the thing. No one is perfect. And our children watch us. When I say our children, because we as yes. the world, the children belong to us. We love and we care about the children. So what's going on through this little girl's mind, Lisa? Her mom is on the phone, getting news that the dad is, I guess he's taking another wife, because in the Muslim culture, they can have the four wives. And then the mom is hitting herself, and the phone rings, and she just kind of stops it and acts like nothing's wrong. What What do you think is going on? What would be going on through your mind if you were an 11-year-old girl and you're seeing this? 
Well, I'm going to say I've been in, not like my dad marrying another woman, but I've been in her shoes, you know. I'm I'm sitting here and, you know, I'm a part of this family, but you keep secrets and then it's like I want to learn the way so bad, but you're not leading by example. So then I step out, but what I do is so wrong, but you're basically doing the same thing. Mm. Like neither one of us is being truthful. So, and for her, like that part right there hurt me because she, you know, she wanted, she wanted to know what was going on. But at the same time, mm-hmm. she was, she wanted to experience. She wants to experiment. Like she wanted to, I mean, she's seen the girls with the nice clothes, you know, she seen the ladies with the body. She was being made fun of. Like she wanted to, she wanted to do more than just exist. Like she was there, but she was just, mm. it's kind of like the invisible boy, mm. you know? So she wanted to be seen. Like I want to do what I have to do to be seen because until I, until she did that, she was basically invisible. Mm. Mm. Emphasis on what you just said I want anyone that's listening to this call Anyone that watches this movie Look at it through three angles We talk about the third eye a lot of times You know, let's let's focus on Amy And just like you said, Amy was under the bed And she was going to school Do you think that Amy thought she was pretty? Listen No, even though she was, she was very beautiful, but you could tell, like, she didn't know, she didn't know her worth. She didn't know how beautiful she was. She, she didn't know herself. So she looked through others to try to find herself and to try to fit in. Mm. And, and what kind of friends, and looking at the movie, what type of friends did she have? Like, before she got into, you know, the group, these girls, who, who was paying her attention? What kind of friends did she have? She had no friends. Those are the same girls. One of the girls threw a rock and hit her in the head. Like, and, and then for mm-hmm. you to turn around and be friends with them, you just wanted to be accepted. Mm-hmm. And that's, you wanted and that's somebody my thing. to pay you some type of attention. You know, one of the things, and I, I definitely, I, I hate, I hate it with a passion to see anyone that photograph children in provocative sexual ways. I, I, I absolutely hate it. However, when I saw this movie, I saw so much more than that. I saw a little 11-year-old black girl that was alone. She was Muslim, and she was involved in this religion. I'm not even really sure how much she really even understood it. She was under the bed <laughs> listening to her mom cry, who probably was depressed, who probably grew up spending her, spending her life and growing up as a woman doing what she was told, because cycles continue to repeat themselves. And this is my thing. At what point can someone break the cycle? At what point can someone live free? You understand what I'm saying? So I I got a couple things I want to ask, because I don't want us to get out too far, but I want to mention this, because I had to look it up. In in reference of five countries with the highest numbers of child marriages, and and I mentioned this because at what age is a child still a child, and what age are they considered an adult? And I know a lot of states and places are different. And unfortunately, listen, some kids don't even get a chance to enjoy childhood, and we're going to talk about that in a second. But five states with the highest numbers of child marriages, and it says 117 nations still allow child marriage, and the USA mm-hmm. is one of them. Ethiopia, yes. Brazil. 
Nigeria, Bangladesh, and India. And in India, it says number of child marriages, over 26 million. Percentage of girls married by 18, 47%. That's in India. Over in Bangladesh, number of child marriages, almost 4 million. Number of girls married by 18, over half, 52%. Over in Nigeria, number of child marriages, 3 million, 3.3 million actually. Percentage of girls married by 18, 43%. Over in Brazil, number of child marriages, about 3 million. Percentage of girls married by 18, 36%. It's a little lower in Brazil. Ethiopia, almost 2 million, 41% married by age 18. And over in, all right, let's see, and that was the last one. And that's a whole other call and conversation. I just wanted to share that because sometimes kids have to grow up fast. So, Liz, I got to ask you, I got to ask you this question. I, I did a survey a few months ago talking about I want to be grown. So my question to you is, when you were a kid, did you want to be grown? If so, how? Um, no, I didn't because I already was. Um, my mom, she worked, you know, um, no dad. So my mom was working two or three jobs. So I'll be out. Well, I'm trying to think of the age. I'm sorry. Maybe six, seven, washing dishes, um, putting on loads of clothes. Um, I was already ahead of my time so when I you know got to the point to where you know most kids do feel like they want to be grown 14 to 15 I was already burnt out wow. I didn't get a chance to so, be a child why would I want to be an adult <laughs> so what what ages you feel like you are already grown um I would say about 10 um, because, and I ten? only say that, yeah, 10, not like, but everything else other than that, because I had already did it all. I could cook a full meal. Like, um, I used to, I was the alarm clock, you know, I, I was the middle child, but I mean, I watched my mom growing up and I, I mean, I could cook. I, I knew how to answer the phone. I knew, I just knew so much. Wow. What what do you think? You know, we always say we can go back and do something over. What do you think? What went wrong or what would you do over? What would you have your your parents or caregivers do over? Um so you could have really enjoyed your childhood and not focus or worry about being an adult until you were, you know, 16, 17 when it was time to go off to um prepare for college or getting a job in military or something. What do you wish happened differently? I wish everything would have happened differently. I wish um, I wish we would have knew what we know now, what we learned through teachings, um, you know, because we are of a nation as well. We just don't claim it. So um, I wish they would have been like that. No, I'm not Muslim. But um, I, I just wish my mama would have been careful in who she picked because, now it's on me to break the generational curse. Wow. This is Tawana with another chance to youth, and we're talking about the movie Cuties and just really our thoughts and references to the children and the world we live in today. 
and we know that there's so much going on. We got to take a break, but we'll be right back. And I have some more questions for Lissa, Lissa. Lissa, I appreciate you being here today sharing this with me and the world. We'll be back. Hi, it's Alexis with some Youth Buzz News. On September 15, 2020, in Ottawa, Canada, more than 120 youth leaders from across Canada gathered virtually to discuss the future of work in the post-COVID-19 world. The hashtag FFWD2020 Summit, hosted by Community Foundations of Canada, Youthful Cities, and RBC Future Launch, allowed youth to identify the most pressing issues for them around the future of work and to propose solutions. Key concerns being addressed by youth at the summit included universal basic income, financial literacy, the gig economy, community mobilization, and systemic inequality. Delegates are working together to brainstorm concrete ideas and projects to respond to these challenges with a focus on building the future of work they envision. Now back to the show. Definitely thank you so much for that. So, Lisa, I have to ask you the next question. And I know that everyone's childhood grows – everyone's childhood is different, and sometimes we grow up wanting to be a little quicker than others. When I think back to my childhood, I always want – I couldn't wait to be 18. I wanted to be 18 because my parents used to get mail at their house, and I didn't know why I didn't get any. It's probably so crazy, right? I wanted to be grown so I can get mail. I don't think I really wanted bills. I just wanted to get some mail. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But anyway, now I get so much mail, I don't even want to open it. <laughs> be careful what you ask for. All right. So, Lisa, what age is it okay for kids to wear makeup, date, and have sex? All three separate questions. and. I I really wanted to talk to you about this topic with this movie because you have girls ages nine and 10. Um, And then you said you were, you were grown at 10. So I definitely want to hear if you think your kids are going to be grown at 10, but um, what age is it okay to wear makeup? That's the first part of the question. Then what age is it okay for your girls to date? And then have sex. Because we're going to keep it real here. we got to keep it all the way real. It's 2020, almost 2021. We're, we're living in a damn pandemic. Over a million people have died. No time to sugarcoat anything or play any games. So we want to be honest and we want to be real. So talk, and this is from your perspective as a mom, as mm-hmm. a writer, as a creative. All right, talk to me. What age is it okay for kids to wear makeup, meaning your girl? date and mm-hmm. even have sex okay well uh first off let me clear up the whole grown at 10 because my kids they're not they they have a parent that is there with them every day and watching like a hawk to see what they're doing so no my kids <laughs> they kids they have like they have a childhood they're enjoying it but um for me i honestly would not encourage my kids to wear makeup at all i think it is ugly like, I mean, do not get me wrong when you, you're going out with your friends. That's all grown-up stuff, though. I don't recommend kids wear makeup. When you can afford to buy makeup, then you then you can wear it. 
But until then, I will not support makeup. Um, as far as dating, and I mean, um, like, real dating, um, 16. And as far as sex, oh, Lord, because <laughs> I have daughters, like, I don't know. I hope that, you know, they have respect for themselves like I did. Like, I, even though I lost my virginity at 17, everybody else around me had had sex over 200 times. So I just pray and hope that they are a late bloomer when it comes to that. But with with me, do not be afraid to tell me because we can go get some birth control. Like, we, we can talk about it, but do not be sneaky. Don't be, you know. Keep me in the loop because I don't want you having sex until you're married. But I know, you know, kids, they grow up, teenagers, they grow up, and they feel certain things, and I'm not in their bodies. I just hope that what I'm teaching them goes, you know, it. they take that with them every day. Wow. Okay. So basically with makeup, you don't really like makeup. Um, however, like right now, does, does your girls like makeup? Do they, they think do, it's but, pretty? They do, but they can't play in it. They, like, they have nail polish, but we're not doing the lipstick, the eyeshadow. Like, no. Because, like I said, my kids, they like to dance. But, you know, they like the little TikTok and stuff like that. And, I mean, it, it's innocent to them, but they don't know how mm-hmm. the people of this world are. And they could be mm-hmm. there, they're looking at it totally. And I'm just trying to save my kids. Like, I can't tell nobody else's kids. But and, no you know, with emphasis on what you just said is to the kids, this stuff is innocent because, you know, in the movie Cuties, remember Amy took the little video when her brother was upset by the phone? She took the video and put it online, you know, a picture, a little video of her vagina. And I what did like the other that. girl say when that went viral? They, they um, you got them thinking they were there like that. Mm-hmm. Because what they the sexy dancing that they were doing, they liked it, but they really was not trying to be sexual. It was innocent to them, and that's how a lot of kids are. You know, Lisa. When I think about the makeup for kids, I never, I never can forget. Um, little Joan Benet Ramsey. Do you remember her? No, ma'am. <laughs> Joan Benet no. Ramsey was born in 1990, died December 25th, 1996. She was an American <gasps> oh, child yes, beauty queen. Yes, yes, I know, yes. Yes, I know exactly who you're yes. talking about, the one with the little yellow dress. Yes, very beautiful. And she was one of the cutest little dolls. She was like a little doll that you'll ever see. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's when I started hearing about and seeing like a lot of little kids dress up and be looking so cute and blah, blah, blah. And I know, I mean, this she was killed at the age of six in her family's home in Boulder, Colorado. And allegedly they finally arrested someone that whoever um, killed her. I'm not really sure who actually um, did that. But my yeah, point they is. Them a few years ago. And was it, wasn't it someone that was related to her? Kind of sort of, yeah, it's like, like a family friend, real close to the family. I haven't read the story in a while, but, yes, he like he was one that was questioned, and, you know, but years as it trickled on down and they got to, you know, they knew how to work the DNA and all that, he popped back up. Her death was ruled a, was ruled a homicide. 
and I got to share this because what kids sometimes think is innocent, they become a freaking target. This is a beautiful, beautiful little girl. And I think it's awesome sometimes to see kids in pageants and all this stuff. However, we got to keep remembering these kids are still kids. And we got to protect who's around them and who sees them because you never know what's going to happen next. This little girl was murdered. Her father, John, found her in the basement of their house about seven hours after she was reported missing. She sustained a broken skull from a blow to the head and had been strangled. Who does this to a six-year-old? Beautiful, beautiful little girl. That thing has always haunted me, and that investigation had been going on for years. We'll talk about that later. However, my point in reference to what you said, Lissa, what kids think are innocent, you got pedophiles, you got jealousy, you got all types of folks in the world. This can be a dark world sometimes. We got to protect our children. Now, when can a kid date? She said 16. I have no idea. I was in my dad's house, and he said, you can't do anything to 18. And then if you're staying here, you still can't do nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know how when you're, when you're really very protective and have all these rules, I don't know how good it works because these days kids not having that. All right, but let me ask you the next question, Lisa. On the movie – cuties. These girls want to dance sexy and shake their ass. I know you have daughters, so is it okay for your girls to do the sexy dancing, ass shaking, grinding, and humping? And I know you dance too, and I've seen your dancing. So talk to us about that. Hell no. <laughs> I do the sexy dancing, ass shaking, grinding, and humping. You do that when you're grown, like when you're out of my sight. Like, no, I, I don't never want to see that. Like, and that's one thing I'm real big on. Like, I monitor my kids. And um, one of my kids, you know, she she a little thick. So all that extra moving you're doing and, yeah, her sister be doing the same dance, you need to calm down because you're shaking a little bit more. So I don't, I don't want to see that dance no more. If, and it could be something, but no, because you, y'all do it for TikTok, and then, like, they don't just go viral, but, you know, they have a few people on there that watch the dance, tell them to keep up the good work. But no, no, no. I, I don't, I don't. Okay, so don't you said no. Like, triple no, hell no. My kids cannot dance like that. I don't never want to see it. I'm not going to come see you perform like that if you're 20. I'm not going to look at you dance like that. Wow. All right. That's really interesting that you said that, and I definitely got another question I'm going to ask you in a second. But um, So you said, hey, I may do it, but no, you cannot do it until you are grown. And your reason for that, what, why is that, Lisa? First off, because I'm a mama. Second, because I'm not raising no hoes. Three, I don't do it in front of you. And four, you're going to have some respect about yourself. You don't dance like that. Mm. Hey, and guess what? We could have thought when you said I'm mama, because guess what? When when mama or daddy says it, then that's what it is. I think sometimes kids forget that. <laughs> well, they say it's they not do, fair. It don't matter. <laughs> like my daddy said, hey, you want to yeah, tell my wife to go have some cherry right now? You my child. You can do what I say as long as you in my house and you in, you 18 and under. And if you're in my house after 18, you still going to do what I say. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, okay. That's true, though. I got to get the heck about him. All right. <laughs> I already know. Like I'm out of here. See ya. All right. Next question. I want. I got two more questions. I want to ask you. Then I definitely want to hear anything you want to share. All right. We know that kids mature, and some faster than others. So when a young girl matures faster and wants to do more than the average 11 year old or 12 year old, do you embrace that, or do you try to change them? And 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 before you answer, let me say this. In the movie Cuties, this 11-year-old girl, Amy, was going through something, Lisa, and I know you agree. She was trying to find mm-hmm. herself. She wanted friends. She was even going to school being bullied. She wanted to belong. And she finally found something that she thought she loved, which was dancing. So because she's a kid, does she not have the right to embrace it up at any degree at all? Like, if you have a dream and passion in life, should it be suppressed because you're not old enough to live it? Talk to me about that. Ooh, you killed me with that one. I had so much I wanted to say to you said that because, you know, I feel like a lot of things was broken in me as a child, and it caused me to act out, to not so much spiral out of control, but, you know, rebel, just, you know, like Amy, but not in those same ways, but the same thing about, like, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So with her, it's not what she was doing. It was how she was doing it. And I'm not embracing none of that. Like, I'm not embracing that because you're too young. Like, I hate to see young girls out there. Like, I know a girl that she had a baby when she was 11. She had a baby by her mama's boyfriend, and the mama wouldn't even, like, oh, I don't even want to get into that, but. People, like, kids need people around that's going to better them for the future, to change them. Like, we all want to be better than our parents. We don't want to be the same. Like, I always want someone to be ahead. So if I see a little girl like that, I want to get down to the bottom of it. I was one of those kids. I know something is hurting me, but we're not going to mask it with freak dancing. I mean, we can dance because dance does relieve stress, but we're not going to do that dance. Okay. Um, you know, I, I think on the flip side to me, unfortunately, so many kids go through depression, and some even commit suicide. Mm-hmm. So when I look at I this, what girl really was going through it. She was she going was. through it. And there was even a part, she she was going through it, and she wanted something. She wanted something. And, she and wanted that to became feel. it. And and guess what? She had nothing else. She had nothing else. Mom was stressed out and depressed, not being not being confident and bold. She didn't want to ever see the daddy again. Grandma was too busy trying to control some people can't be controlled. We we can't I don't know what the right word is to use and, and you your parent you're a mom, you can I don't see kids being really controlled. I see them as being taught and being led and not so much control because where control comes rebellion. This little girl could have went and slit her wrist. How has she found something else powerful which happened to be that dancing? Was it innocent or was it about sex? Did she learn the different things she could do through dancing. 
it became sexual, right? And then it also yes, became almost deadly, deadly, right? Yes. Remember the other big remember the big girl? Yes, that and she, she pushed, pushed in mm-hmm. the water? She was so obsessed with belonging that she was willing to kill for it. Lisa? Tell tell me about that. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about that? She needed her mother. She needed someone to let her know, like, it's okay. Like, she didn't. She was grown at it. You see her at the grocery store. She's taking care of her siblings, her mom. She's taking care of her mom, too. Her mom has no strength. She was 11-year-old backbone. That's tiring. That's tiring on a kid. They're going to step out. They're going, I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I took it as, you know, she felt like. Hell, I'm already grown anyway. I'm doing this. The only thing she was missing was the sex. She she went through so much alone, and the mama was right there. That does something to you. How can you be there and not be there? Mm. So at the same time, I don't just blame this girl. Hmm? No, go ahead. Finish that. Finish that. I don't, like, blame her. But you can you can just tell like it it was a cry for help. She she just wanted to be loved. She wanted to be she wanted to be seen and heard. And you know what? Do you remember the part about her brother? He, our 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 head is so much respect for him. For so many men put in a situation like oh, that. Yeah. Not all, but so many. Even if it's family. They going for it, Leslie. They yeah, going I think that for was it. Her cousin. Yeah, and they do. They do. And when that that part right there broke me because it was she said so much in that little scene, it was you have to make me cry. It was she she really mm. like she just really wanted to live. Like she was tired of existing. She wanted to live a little and you, you see how when when she was watching the the videos and, you know what I'm saying, it makes you want to, you know, well, what is this like? And she's seen how people were so accepting of, you know, young girls taking their clothes off. She felt like, hey, he might have been too. Mm-hmm. Mm. <sighs> Let's talk a little bit about, because I have one other question I want to ask you, but let's talk a little bit about there's another girl that was in the show. And i got to go to break, but I want to talk about her when I come back. Um, I'm not sure if she was French or whatever, but they live, I guess, in the same building. And let's talk about how their oh, friendship yeah, developed. And kind of, you said what? Yeah, she lived in the same building. Yeah. we got to go to break. We'll be back. Let's talk about that. We're talking about the movie Cuties. If you haven't seen it, definitely worth seeing. And there's so many different angles and how you can actually take this. This is Tawanda and Lissa, and we'll be right back. Ah, oh, man. Every time I think about the children in the world today, I begin to smile because I know we all have said it. We were all children once, and we all want to be grown. And when you become grown, you want to become a kid again. Man, I'm telling you. Our kids have the best opportunity in life as long as we do what we're supposed to do. This is Tawanda with another chance for youth. I want to share with everyone that listens 
that we are super excited about another chance for youth, what we're doing, and so much that the future holds. If you have no idea who we are, please purchase our book. We'll be available everywhere you can purchase books and on our website called Why Another Chance for Youth. Also, we have several campaigns that we're working on, and one is on bullying. You could also get our workbook on bullying from our website as well. We are so super excited about everything that's going on in the world and for the children. Please connect with us, support the movement, join the campaign, and remember what we do today can help the youth tomorrow. And we love these kids, and we just got to do better. We got to do better. And, Lisa, I want to definitely hear from you on just some things from what you see from being a mom and from being around so many kids, what we can do. But tell me, talk to us a little bit about the girl that lived in the building with her. What was your take on her and just kind of like that whole ordeal and the friendship and so on and so forth? Um, I felt like they were one and the same. They were both um, looking for a way out or really looking for a way to be alive. Because like she said in one scene, her mom and father say that, you know, she's terrible to them. But like she said, I never see my mom and dad. They're always working at the restaurant. So they were in the same shoes. Neither one of them had anybody. Dance was all they had. I feel like you know once... Huh? No, I agree. Go ahead. I felt like once they became friends, I felt like Amaletta, she um, she started developing feelings for her. And mm-hmm. I, she was just all over the place. I felt like she was confused, but at the first time, that was her first, you know, her first acceptance. After being hit in the head with a rock, bullied, like, you accepted me, and then they just, you know, they just they just locked. And then I feel like, no, I know the girl didn't, the other girl didn't like her back, but she just, she started, she couldn't control it. Like, what she started, she couldn't control it. And she just became like a wildflower, and then nobody wanted to be around her, really. Mhm. And you know, I was wondering with the girl that was in the building with her, I can't remember her name, and um I think they were kind of similar in a lot of different ways. And one of the funny things, you know how at school you have the popular girls? I thought the, mm-hmm. the girl that was in the building with, her, I thought she was kind of like the number one leader in her little group. And then to see that they live in the same building, they were kind of in the same struggle. Sometimes, you know, people put the best on the outside and people think, oh, you're good, you got this, you got that, and you really don't have nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Remember, that was kind of like they really they really went in the same. It's just that one just seems mm-hmm. to be um, in a better place. Better. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so I think that was really definitely um, really, really interesting. And, um yeah, we're talking about the movie Cuties, and there's so much to say in reference to that. Lisa, I have one other question that I, I want to ask you. However, I want to, you to say, with watching this movie twice, um, like I said, I heard about it, and I'm glad that I saw it for myself. 
What are your overall thoughts? Do you think this movie should be taken off of every screen and banned? Or what are your thoughts about um, this movie now that you've watched it twice? I really think that everybody needs to watch this movie with their family. And because, and I say that because, you know, again, Certain men like this. You need to see if you have a pedophile living in your home. And then you need to see if you have a fast tail kid living in your home. And then you need to check yourself. Are you the mother that you need to be for your kids? Are you watching your kids? Do you know what your kids are doing? Like, it, for me, like, it it, it opened up a whole, you know, it, it really makes me want to talk about America because this is what we have been allowing for years. This is the type of stuff that y'all throw at the people. This is the type of stuff that every time you turn on the TV, this is what it is. This is something that America is enjoying. Our leaders are pedophiles. The one that's running with them is one as well. So I feel like I don't need I don't I don't want it to be banned because again, it was that one clip where, you know, where they did what they did. But they base it off that one clip and not the whole movie. Because if you watch the movie, it's a great movie. Like, it makes sense. These are what y'all, not y'all, but people, like, this is how kids are feeling. You make me go out and do this because you pay me no attention. You put your husband before your kids. And then I go out and do this and I'm a slut. But you don't even take care of your kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I feel like nobody can point the finger at nobody. I feel like. This movie can help get people right. I honestly do. Hmm. That's something, really. But I want to say one more thing about this. And I really don't like the movie because of where, you know, where it's filmed. And where they filmed it at in France, like, y'all allowed pedophilia like that that's y'all thing like y'all have no laws on that you can get married to any age y'all embrace it y'all say that it's a um it's just like a regular relationship so um that's really what I don't like because I felt like it being filmed there like y'all did it to um kind of be creepy but at the same time um keep us aware as well because Sex trafficking is a thing. Save, save our children is a real-life thing. Like, we need to save our children. They let kids grow That's up right. at an early age. They let them get married, and then they get raped. Like, it's, it's – but it's all – it's just a cycle that has been going since the time of time, the beginning of time, and it has yet to stop. Mm. That's real. And that's just straight up real. Mm. Last question I want to ask you, um, as we have about five more minutes before we close out. When it comes to raising kids these days, what are some of the struggles? What are some of the struggles and what are some of the things that parents could do? I know that there's all types of homes, Lisa, whether it's single mom, single dad, two parent, um, kid in foster care. You know, kids are going through it, man. Kids are really going through it. And uh, one of the one of my hopes, one of my dreams, one of my prayers is just 
a world where kids can really be connected with each other and can share because every kid isn't struggling. You know, we can't judge. We've got to be able to build. So as a mom and as a young mom with two beautiful girls, what 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 are some of the struggles and also what are some of the tips and suggestions and things that parents can do? Um, talk to us about that as we close out today. Well, yes, I know we have a lot of homes, you know, single parents, two parents, but I feel like when we stop believing that we didn't need a man to play his role in the family, that's where, you know, we as people messed up. But nowadays, the struggle with raising kids would be social media, the TV, like the TV. Everything you see on the TV is sexual. You can turn it on Disney Channel, and they either have something gay, something sexual. They they have, they, they just, they're just always doing something. So they're putting it in our kids' face these days. Um, even some of the books you read in school, like my kids, they come home, they, like, this was really y'all assignment? And they're teaching our kids, you know, at an early age. Like, they're trying to put that in the school. Like, I don't feel like kids need to be learning about gay rights and sex that's where their minds start to ding, 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 and they get all these ideas and all the wrong ideas. So I feel like um, the best thing to do because, I mean, there's not a whole lot we can do. Parents have to stay on your kids. Talk to your kids. Like, you know, have a no-judgment zone. I don't know what other people do, but I want my kids to always talk to me. I don't care what it is. We don't tell no lies to each other. We're not sugarcoating nothing because it is what it is at the end of the day. And when I used to go to church, they used to say all the time, it takes a village to raise these kids. And that is very true. And that's something that we stop doing as well. We, you know, when your kid do something, oh, you better not say nothing to my kid. No. I feel like we as people need to get together and restructure these kids, like show them that they really are the children of the future. Although this generation is messed up, I feel like we can correct it. Us being older as leaders, we can correct it. And with me, mm-hmm. I always, I teach my kids because, you know, they go to, you go to school and then you get bullied or you might, but we don't do no bullying. And if you see somebody being bullied, I want you the person that's being bullied, you make that your friend. Don't never leave a person out there feeling like they don't have no one in this world because, like I said, I lost my friend to suicide, and that still bothers me 12 years later. People are dying because they want to be heard. And like you said, the girl, she she could have slit her wrist. That was something I did as a kid, feeling like, hell, I had nobody to talk to. So, I mean... A lot of stuff can be prevented. It can. But we as adults, we have to not get mad at the truth. We have to let our kids speak and Mm. express themselves. Mm. And another thing we don't do, we don't apologize to our kids. And I don't like that. When you're wrong, you need to apologize. And you can't be screaming at your kid and then tell them to have a good day. You set the mood. You set the tone for that kid. Morning, noon, and night. That's just how I feel. 
I can't even say anything after that. Melissa, I appreciate you investing the time to come on here today and share wisdom, share knowledge, and to share with other moms, dads, and caregivers all across the world and reference the children. I appreciate you watching this movie twice to to give your insight. And the last thing I want to ask you to say before we close out is if you could talk to these young girls that's listening between the age of 9 and 13 that may be listening to our podcast but not really having anyone to talk to, what is it that you would say to her? Fall in love with yourself. Like, sometimes you're not going to always have anyone there. Sometimes you might not have nobody but God. But you have to know yourself. Know your self-worth. Know that you are enough. And you got me about to cry. <laughs> Just know that you are worth it. Wait as long as you can. And that's real. You got me in tears. Thank you. That's real. Can't wait till you come back and join us. This is Tawana and Alyssa with another chance for youth. And you heard her. Fall in love with yourself. And um, Melissa wrote an incredible blog that we have on the website. I'll leave that information in the link to be able to listen to it. But I appreciate that, Alyssa, because really, you're at an age, you're so young, you're in you're, you're the best of both worlds. You're close enough to remember being a kid, but you're grown. So um, kids definitely respect <laughs> that. But um, I respect that. I appreciate it. I am my sister. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. We really hope that you enjoy the time with us and our great topic. If you have a great topic or something you really want to hear about, please contact us on our website at ac4y.org. Once again, that is ac4y.org. Until the next time, remember, in youth we learn, in age we understand.